sit back, turn the ship over to your covers and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. Oh, seven commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psychit, and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win. Oh, seven commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. That's right. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks so much for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Do you remember when we did a flight assist giveaway? Remember all that time ago when we gave away our um, the stream deck? I, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yes, I remember. It was a long old time ago. It was a long old time ago, and we'd love to do more giveaways. But um, yeah, yeah. that that in uh, involves of having like surplus funds and from the patreon and stuff like that one day one day we'd love to be able to get into giving doing more giveaways and stuff like that however <laughs> the winner of that giveaway was commander dave brown yes yes and that is who we have on our show tonight a well-known member of the community oh absolutely absolutely just such a um such a well-known um member of the community always in a lot of different people's streams um streams mm-hmm. himself um yep. is yep. um is a very lovely bean um and i'm a big a big fan of his um yep yeah, he's he's got the ability to kind of um like there are there are definitely um we've talked about like the vocal minority and YouTube content creators versus Twitch content creators and all that. And each one has its own little like micro community inside uh-huh. the greater elite community. And there's a little bit of overlap in each one, you know. And, oh yeah, definitely. But Dave is one of these people who seamlessly migrates from community to community and everybody knows him. Yeah. Everybody knows that name. And he's lovely as well. You know, Mm -hmm. he's just such a, um, such a pleasant conversation to, um, to have either, either via text and via, um, via text and then talking to the other side of that. Um, it's just, it's just really nice to have, um, have a have a connection with someone with someone like that. I think he's he's a lovely bloke. Agreed, agreed. Welcome on in, Dave. Thank you so much for joining us. It's very much appreciated. Hi you, psychic. Hi you, Mal. How are you both keeping? Hey. Yeah, not bad, thank you. Not bad at all. Um Doing for okay. anyone- for anyone who doesn't um doesn't know you or know who you are, if you could just do us a um do us a quick favor and tell us a little bit about yourself. So basics like your commander name, if you're an elite dangerous con- content creator and how long you've been playing. Yeah, so I'm Commander Dave Brown. Um I uh play Elite Dangerous. I've been uh playing since 2014 from the beta times uh although i did have a a bit of a sabbatical in between so i've only actually got about 1300 hours of actual gameplay um i do stream elite i wouldn't call myself a content creator because to to be fair i mean that what you guys do and the rest of the guys do with all the 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 extra bits of videos and all that i just enjoy playing the game Mm -hmm. and while i'm playing the game it's nice to to sort of stream it if people want to ask questions and things like that. It's just nice to sort of yeah. add an extra level to yeah. the, the game itself. So, so I call myself yeah. a streamer rather than a, a full-on content creator. 
That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, there's something to be said for, I mean, elite at its heart is, a uh, you know, it wants to be a community based game, like a multiplayer game. So it makes sense that streaming is kind of a natural extension oh, yeah. of that, you know, yeah. that, that you would want to have people. Oh, definitely. And, and definitely. It, I, I really like the, the format of streaming for elite too. I'm not sure what it is, but it seems to be a much easier fit than it is for a lot of other games. I think it's, it's because it's a much more relaxed um, game. It's, it's not the, you know, it's not the biggest community like uh, Call of Duty and Apex Legends and things like that, where you've got so much chat coming through that you can't actually engage with your community. Um, it's just impossible because, I mean, I, I occasionally watch bits and bobs, and I can't even read all the messages coming through myself, so <laughs> let alone how the guys who are streaming manage mm. to, to cope with that sort of thing. You know, I, I, hats off to them if, if they can do it. But, no, I, I think because it's – I don't want to call Elite a niche market, but it's it's just got such a, a tight community, yeah. which is growing, but it's got such a tight community – that I say it lends it as Miles says it, it lends itself very, very well to um, a game to stream and, and enjoy yeah. that side of things. Yeah. What was it that originally got you into Elite to begin with? Crikey. Right. Well, <laughs> um, Elite, uh, back in 1984 at the, the ripe old age of 10, um, I was very lucky that if my best friend had got a BBC micro computer. Nice. And he had the original Elite. Sweet. Um, and the two of us would play. He would steer and I would fire, um, which is quite difficult on a, yeah. a BBC B. It's not the, the biggest, <laughs> but you can just about squeeze two people, two people in there. Um, so I went from that uh, to um, the Amiga. Uh, mm -hmm. with Elite 2, mm -hmm. and then on to Frontier First Encounters on the Amiga CD32, which Ooh. was the first the first C uh, true CD-based console. Right. It right. was designed purely, you know, it was the first one to be purely designed to, to run CDs. Right. And it was only a short-lived console, but I've still got one up in the loft. Really? All boxed wow. up. Oh. With all the games, with all even with all the original bags that everything came in, it, wow! It literally is pristine. Um, wow! Because I always used to put it back in the box. Yeah, along yeah. with my old Spectrum One to Eight, I've still got that in the original box. Uh, Super Nintendo, I've got loads that I've I've kept, um, and they 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 are all sat wrapped up in <laughs> in bags at the moment making sure no moisture gets into any of them oh my god yeah, they're all sat up in the loft That's waiting for the time that i can <laughs> i'm this is it i want to set up my own gaming museum I, yeah. what i actually want is i'm i want a big summer house in my garden um right. where i can do streaming yeah but also have all of my old computers my consoles and everything yeah all set up as well so it's it's all there. My original Game Boy, the you know the first edition of the Game Boy, um, and things like that, all sat pride of place. But I can still pick up and use. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was going to so, say it um, sounds like a museum, a video game museum, waiting to happen, just waiting for oh, a place definitely. to happen. Oh, definitely. So, cool. 
So, yeah, so I was saying, I, I played as a Frontier First Encounters, um, mm-hmm. which was, you know, my, you know, it, it, was, it was groundbreaking yeah. at the time. It, yeah, it was very buggy, but it, yeah. it was it was groundbreaking um, with the design and the fact that you could actually land on planets um, as well. Um, right. You know, so you, you got all that gameplay. I then went from there with the, the big lull in everything elite. Um kept sort of trying to find out what was going because you always heard rumors that something right. was going on somewhere. Yeah. And then back in sort of beginning of 2014, mid mid 2014 ish, you know, sort of mm-hmm. round about the March, April time, I actually discovered that Elite had come to Kickstarter and they'd done the alpha backing and they were now in the beta backing phase. Ooh. So I actually paid my money and became a beta backer of Elite Dangerous. Oh, wow. So I sort of went through all that. Um, I went through the, the the phase of the testing where you could buy an Anaconda, for, I think it was for 10 million credits um, because of all the testing. And, it, and that was the big thing, to, to buy the Anaconda. But it was, you know, it was really difficult because all you had was was trading and combat was just so difficult because as I say, it was all, all during the testing phase. Um, And then from there, I was also lucky enough back in November of 2014 to be able to get a ticket to go to the elite dangerous launch party at uh, Duxford uh, air museum. Oh Wow, man. Whoa. Which, which was unbelievable because the whole day, well, the whole evening was, um, go in, walk around the actual air museum to begin with, uh, which it just fascinates me. I'm ex-Air Force. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I love seeing, especially the the older um, fighters and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, the, and, and like the prototypes, which I, they've got there as well. So right. it went from that to then um, a big reveal. And these big doors opened and sat in front of us was a scale size replica of a Cobra Mark III. Mm. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to say, isn't that the the event where they have the scale size um, replica of the Cobra? And I'm so jealous, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we, you know, the the, the they had all different, um, you know, trailer reveals. Um, you got to be able to try Elite Dangerous in VR um, and just everything, everything. Um, got uh, Mr. Brabham's autograph. Nice. Um, and somewhere hidden away, which I can't, I couldn't find um, when I was looking the other day. I've actually got a photo that was taken of, of me and him together. Um, but it was, it was the way it was all done. It just launched the whole game. Um it was fantastic. Yeah. It, it was a really, really good night. The way they'd done everything and said so that the, the setting, the location, um, the way that they announced everything, it, it was just a, a great way to, to launch what, what has become a fantastic game. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so I suppose then when you first got your hands on the game and you logged in for the first time, that would be, that's going to be a different experience to a lot of people because you had a huge amount of anticipation building up to that moment. Can you remember that first moment where you logged in? 
I can just about, and it was the fact of logging in and being sat in my ship in a station and being able to see everything around in the station. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the actual, uh, the bubble itself, the, the, the system size that you could actually jump around was, was tiny. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there was very few systems. It, they, they didn't open it up for quite a long while. Um, but it was just, it was just, it was everything that I'd wanted from like playing elite back in the day. And it was everything that, just to be able to see things flying past, um, you know, the, the little bits like, you know, the different signs and things like that, the PA system, it, it was yeah. all that that all set, all came together and it was like, this is what I've been waiting since 1984. This, yeah. this is everything's now just come together. And, yep. and then after that, it was like a nightmare then just trying to take off and get out the station. <laughs> um, but the, there was no tutorials back then. Um, I don't, right. there was, I don't think there was any tutorials at all back then. Not at that mm. point. They didn't come until the game released. And then when the game released, the tutorials were very, well, they, they were impossible. The, the basic yeah. combats yep. was, I think the basic combat was okay because you had one, one ship to destroy, which you could just about do. <laughs> and then the next level of combat training, the, I think there was about four or five of them. And it was just like, uh, no, I'm just going to throw myself into the game and see what I crash into next. And that yep. was how I say sort of taught myself. It was also back in the days where there was no Discord. It was uh, TeamSpeak, I think, um, back then. Mm-hmm. And so there were a f- there were a few of us that that sort of had a, a chat every now and again on on TeamSpeak, um, just to you know just to get the try and work out what we we're doing. And a lot of it at that time was trading to make the money. It was trading to build up, as I say, because everyone wanted to buy an Anaconda. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. And when the game first com- came out, the Anaconda was the biggest ship that you could get. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was great. You know, it was uh, definitely, it was eye opening, but it was everything that I wanted it to be. That's so cool. Yeah, I remember playing the the original like in 84 or whatever. 80, I think it was 85 for me when I first came across it. Um, and seeing Elite Dangerous versus original Elite, that was like what I see when I play Elite Dangerous now is what I thought I saw when I was playing original. That's what I wanted to be in front of me when I was playing the original Elite. Like <laughs> my brain like morphed it into like that was the level of like, oh my gosh. This is the most amazing thing I've seen. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing between the two, between Elite and Elite Dangerous, this, the thing that still makes me shudder is when you get interdicted yeah. Yeah. Yep. by a Thargoid. I still yeah. have that same feeling <laughs> now yep. as yep. I had back in 1984. <laughs> it yeah. still scares the willies I, out to me. I've said before, <laughs> I've said it on stream, and I may have said it on the podcast. There have been times where I was at work before COVID when we were in the office and we have like an open floor plan, right? And everybody is like sitting mm-hmm. where you can see each other. And I would be watching Psychit on her stream 
and a Thargoid would honk and I would like stand up and like, like, Oh my gosh, like quickly try to tab over. And then I'm like, Oh wait, I'm at work. I'm not playing. It's like, Cause it's such like a, it's a, such a gut reaction of like, Oh no, it's happening. Like, where's my game? Where's my ship? What's going on? Like, yes. Yeah, no, it is. It, it's, Ooh. um, it is. I mean, I've only just literally in the last couple of days, um, started doing, um, Thargoid combat. Oh, nice. Uh, which I have a, a slight problem. I, I use a gamepad because I can't use a HOTAS because I'm left-handed. Um, right. But the gamepad isn't accurate enough for when you're trying mm. to take out petals with a Gauss cannon. Yeah, so yeah, true. I'm now having to use half a gamepad and the mouse. <laughs> so I'm using the gamepad for me thrust. I'm using the gamepad for my thrusters because it's great because you've got a thumbstick for the thrusters, which is fantastic, and right. for my boost on the 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 the, uh, the thumbstick. I'm then using the mouse for the aiming and for the firing of the Gauss and for the release of mm-hmm. the heat sinks. So, gotcha. it, but I actually managed as I've been doing Thargoid combat a couple of days, and I was well chuffed. I was with. Um, Rear Admiral Flaps mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. OP and Moida and them, and we were sort of trying it out on Sunday. And uh, after they'd gone, I thought, I'll just have one more go. And I went back in, um, and I actually killed my first Cyclops solo. Yay. Wow, it's nice. So much, it's so um, satisfying when you get that fun. I mean... politics as to whether or not they're good or evil aside all of this um stuff whatever side they're on it's a really fun mechanic um and it's so satisfying when you get that when you bag your first um oh it is i mean it you know i was i was sort of consciously sort of looking trying to keep aiming while also keeping an eye on my armor and also trying to make sure i wasn't going to run out of um gauss rounds i ended up destroying it i think i got about 30 percent hole left and i had two gauss cannons that had got six rounds in each and that was it <laughs> so i got through what was it i think it's 80 rounds per gauss cannon i think so that's i got through nearly 320 gauss rounds trying to <laughs> aim and shoot this thing out of the sky but i managed to do it and that was the big thing yeah absolutely it it's um, for me, at least, Thargoid Combat is a lesson in both practice, make, practice makes okay, and patience. Yes. You have to have the patience of a saint and be able to turn around and go away, recharge everything, and then come back. And that's the thing. I get really, really, really impatient. So I'm like, I'm, a, I'm I, I don't care how low my, um, my hell is getting. I'm going to have to kill it this time and stuff. That's my shortcoming with it now, for sure. Yeah. And it, it yeah. doesn't, I mean, I was flying around without a, a Xeno scanner as well. So I hadn't actually got a clue when its shields were up or when they were down. Oh, heck, doing it by Ooh. eye is a lot more difficult as well. Yeah. So I was sort of, which is probably why I used so many rounds, because I was yeah. blatting this thing with, with Gauss rounds while its shields were still up. Actively um, making it harder for yourself. Yeah, you know, well, you don't want to make it easy now, do you? I mean, what's I mean, what's the fun in making easy. things easy? <laughs> so, 
So the the list for most difficult Thargoid combat, I guess, would then be um, FA off, uh, no Xeno scanner, and only flying with half a gamepad and a mouse. Like uh, that's yes. top tier. Well. <laughs> combat right there and in a clipper because the clipper is absolutely the worst ship to do combat in oh no, I, I i must admit my uh my my thargoid build was taken from um the anti-xeno league um oh they have such good stuff and i built a crate mark too and what a fantastic ship for for thargoid combat that is that's how I, the really first one I did it in. It's so good. It's such a good ship. It's so manoeuvrable. It's, you know, I mean, I say first did it. When I first did it, I'd got shields on on there. And then someone said, get rid of those silly shields and just put more armor on. I went, okay. So you've got now, I've got now, what's it now got the ship, which has got nearly, I think it's 5,000 hull rating. Um, it turns and moves like a dream. Um, and it, yeah, it just works. It's fun. It's great. It is such a great ship to, it's, it's actually sort of nearly become my favorite ship, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good at what it does. It really is. Do you, um, do you, you mentioned, uh, into, you know, do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction in game? Uh, no, I'm not currently a member of any squadron. Um, I am totally independent, so nice. I I go where the work takes me. Very nice. True Pilots Federation pilot. <laughs> and I will help out whoever needs help. Um, you know, I've jumped across and done things um, for yourself, Mal. I've been in stream sort of helping you with, with bits and mm-hmm. bobs before. Um, mm-hmm. I've been and done stuff with Crispy. I've done stuff with Psykit. Um, I don't align myself to, to anyone as I am a true independent. Very nice. Very nice. We talked about, um, a little earlier, we talked about your, um, your controls that you're using. So your gamepad and mouse when you're, um, when you're um, playing, um, what about um, if you are sort of online resources that you use? So um, either at third party apps or um, websites that you would consider go to. So what are your, what are your faves to go to for um, when you're playing? Um, my faves are uh, Inara. Um, I, I, even though it takes me ages to find the one menu that I found 40 <laughs> times before, it, it still takes me that same amount of time to find the nearest station that sells something. I, I really do need to just put a shortcut on my main taskbar that says, go to this page. Because <laughs> it, it, every time, every time I do the same, um, I do run EDMC. Uh, not all the time, depends what I'm doing. Um, I've dabbled with ED engineer, uh, and occasionally I have started now, especially on the, the big ships and, and sort of building the big ships, like the Corvettes and things like that, trying to sort of get an idea of, of how many materials. And I do cry when I look at the figures, um, how many materials I'm actually going to need to engineer <laughs> this behemoth <laughs> of a ship. 
Um, so I use that. Um, I also use um, Google like crazy. Yeah. Um, the amount of times I just literally use Google to, to search for things is unbelievable. Um, but I also use um, programs like Game Glass. Yes. Which, which is mm-hmm. great. I think that is such a handy and it's, it's, it's now being developed more mm-hmm. so you can actually create your own um, screens, yep. custom screens with whatever uh, controls you want on there. I use uh, voice attack. Um, I, with, without voice attack, I wouldn't be able to, to do half the stuff I need to. The gamepad hasn't got, it's got a fair amount of controls when you do combination controls and things like right. that. Um, but I do end up running out and then I forget what the keyboard bind is because I use voice attack so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I've also got, um, controller wise, I use a, a Logitech, um, farm simulator side panel gotcha. because it's, it's got I don't know like, what one of those is. Uh, it's got like 30 oh, buttons okay. on it. And they're nice, they're nice big buttons and they're color coded and there's enough room for you to put labels yeah. above and below them. So you can know exactly what that button does. That's very cool. So be- yeah, it's, it's so a because I can't use, yeah, because I can't use, so I can't use a hotel. I've got an X56 that sat in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. I've had it must be uh, three years and every now and again, I bring it out of the cupboard. I try it. I get frustrated because I can't get the the um, finite adjustments on it with my right hand, so it goes back in the cupboard. <laughs> um, so I've had to try and evolve ways of of getting around that. And I say the one thing as I found was the the Logitech side panel because it's just as I say, it's got nice big buttons on it, and I can press it press those buttons very quickly from taking my hand off the gamepad as well. Right. Um, eventually I want to actually look at, uh, changing totally and going hosas. Right. Um, so I, I will probably look at, um, spending some money and going VKB, uh, joysticks twin. Yeah, it's a, that's a good setup. That's what I actually have right now is I have the two VKB sticks and then I have, um, an X56 throttle as well just for when you know i happen to be doing you know exploration because it's much easier to to play around with throttle when you have an actual throttle than with dual stakes but the dual stakes makes combat so much more enjoyable and it's so precise yeah yeah i mean that's it i mean my my fa off abilities are absolutely awful um, although I have found that FA off is really good for when you're flying backwards, trying to shoot a swarm in Thargoid combat. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. very much so. <laughs> it's just the fact of then trying to stop yourself from going from like straight up to straight down while you're trying to aim yeah. to try and hit the damn things. I find but, it yes. so tricky. <laughs> yeah, it but really is tricky. It's, it's, it will be practice. It'll be one of those things that once I've got the, you know, once I've got the twin sticks, then mm-hmm. it's just going to be practice and it'll then be muscle memory and yep. it's getting into the mindset and things like that. So yes, I'm hoping that in 12 months time, if someone say, Oh, what controls do you use? I'm, you know, it would be so nice if I could say, well, I use twin VKBs and I fly everything in flight assist off. 
I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that would be, you know, that would, it's, it's like, that's like one of the, you know, uh, the top things that, you know, I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. So whether it happens yeah. is another matter. <laughs> I, sorry, are, there, are there not any um any just like bog standard hotuses that are inter- interchangeable between left and right handed? The sticks, yes. Um, but not the throttle. Not the throttle. Mm-hmm. And that oh, is the, and I've I've actually um emailed uh manufacturers yep. and and said, why do you not do a left handed hotas system? And the big thing all yep. comes down to the amount of people that would buy one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it is a, you know, yes, it's a smaller market than the right handed systems, but it, it is one of these where, you know, come on, it's not everyone is right handed. There are a percentage of us that, that do love these sort of things, mm. but we're left handed and we can't, yeah. It, it frustrates me, and I do get frustrated trying to use the HOTAS um, right-handed because I say I haven't got that fine adjustment with my right hand. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's why I say that my I can't – because I can't go HOTAS, I say my next step is to go HOSAS um, yeah. and go that way. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's got to be, like, supremely frustrating to not be able to get your hands on, you know – I've I've even gone so far as to look at like has uh, somebody created the files that I could 3D print a flipped version of a throttle or a stick and gut it and put it inside this reversed case and nobody's done it because yeah. the actual circuit boards I've, I've <laughs> the circuit boards would need to be that, flipped yeah. too so you'd have to make entirely new circuit boards pull everything off and resolder it like it's a it's uh, yeah, I've I've looked at that. the 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 closest I think that you can get is you could possibly three um, D print yeah. a left handed grip yep. for the X fifty six, and then just about squeeze everything you know from the right handed stick yeah. into the left handed um, grip. But when it comes to the throttle. Uh, no, there's, it's just, as yeah. you say, everything needs to be reversed. It's, it's all been built to yeah. fit into a particular mold for the, the, the actual throttle itself. And yeah, it, it is, it's, it is really frustrating. And it, it, it's one of the, one of my bugbears. Um, and it's like, please, someone just, just yeah. make a left handed system. Even the, the big, you know, like the, the premium companies mm-hmm. like VKB, Verpal, they don't actually do a, um, you know, a reverse right. HOTAS system. Now that would be really nice if if one of those big guys, you know, one, one of those premium producers, right. premium manufacturers, um, were to do something like that. You've yeah. already got the sticks. It's literally it's it's just the you throttle think that, part. Um, a company that makes bespoke things would right. be able to do right. something like mm. that, you know. But then it's the, the the only thing is that when you're looking at bespoke, it's the it's then the you're cost. You're looking in extraordinary yeah, amounts. It, yeah. it is. It's it's the cost at yeah. that point, and you've got to put a line somewhere where, you know, I I I haven't got you know a thousand pound to throw at a throttle, which would be a one-off created mm-hmm. throttle. 
right. you know, £500 or so for, for two sticks, then, yeah, it, you know, I've got to save me money, but I can, you know, do that. But I couldn't justify throwing a £1,000 at a single throttle unit. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Right. Because, yeah. of course, the other thing is if I bought one and then, and it was that sort of cost, and then found out that actually I just could not get on with HOTAS, then. Right. <laughs> I've just thrown a thousand pounds away and, I, suck, and yeah. I would then just, just sit oh in a corner gosh. and cry, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, That's about all you can do at that but, point. Yeah. No, it would be nice. I say, if there was just, if there was, as say someone, I say like VKB verbal or something, I'd say they do everything else that is ambidextrous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that yeah. one, that one unit that you can't get. Yeah. To have a throttle in your right hand, oh, no, sorry, can't do that. <laughs> that is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've talked uh. about um, you picking up, uh, starting to pick up uh, Thargoid Combat. Um, what would you say uh, that your forte is in game? What, what, what are you best at? Um, Not getting blown up. Okay. Um, I... I don't I don't think that I've really got anything where I excel. I think I'm a jack of all trades. I okay. can turn my hand to anything, which as I say I've just, I've managed to prove to myself because I've been putting off Thargoid combat for so long. Um but I proved to myself actually if I give it a go, I can do it. But I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, the best miner, the best uh, in combat, I'm definitely not best in PvP because I've never actually done PvP. Mm-hmm. It's not right. that's PvP is not something that's ever really um, interested me. I, I, whether it's just a, a mindset of mine, I don't know, but I, it annoys me when I get really annoyed when uh, people get, uh, I say, ganked or griefed. Yeah, you know, for no reason. And someone just comes out of nowhere and will obliterate you without giving you any chance um, or even talking to you before. I know that there's some PVPers that if you put up a fight, will turn around and say, you did that really well, but what you need to think about is this. But there are there are some out there that are just open, just to just out there just to make pe- uh, pilots' lives um, help as well and will find you out after they've blown you at once i'll come and find you out again and do the same again and that that really really gets me out something i feel so strongly on um and i people who grief people to that extreme i think should be banned from the game yeah, um, I do not see any reason because it's a form of bullying, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm totally against bullying. And I, and if you are continually seeking out another player, and to the point where they cannot play right. um, a game, and the only time they can play a game is to either go into solo or they go into uh, a PG, you cannot play mm-hmm. in open, even though you want to, because other people are doing it or there's something going on and, and with like BGS, cause I know a lot of BGS people like to do the, the BGS stuff in open. Mm-hmm. But if you can't do that because you've got someone who's in a bigger, faster ship who 
literally just goes out of their way to make your life hell, then you should be removed from the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's definitely a polarizing point in the elite community, you know, and we've talked to people on both sides of the PVP fence about that. And it's, um, you can, I mean, you can make an argument for both sides and it's, um, it's, I, I, I feel frontiers pain in that it's tough to come down and say, we definitely want to do it this way, or we definitely want to do it that way. Um, just because you know, there's going to be a group of folks that you're going to upset like on one side or the other. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I understand that. It's just, it's say it's, so I know that, you know, people every now and again get pulled out of um, super cruise, they get interdicted right. um, and they'll get attacked, right. you know, but I'm not that side of things, you know, the, the odd occasion where someone will pull you out of super cruise and blow you up. Right. That's the way it is. And yeah, you get a bit annoyed because you've not had chance to sort of talk to anyone or, you know, yeah. it's just part of the game. Yeah. But when you actually get commander a, who just seeks to search out Commander yeah. B yeah. and make his life a living hell to the point where he has to restrict his his method of play. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's sort of bullying is, or harassing that's, is that's yeah. wrong. That is bullying. Yeah. yeah. And that should be eliminated. And I say people who do that, um, and I know people are gonna have different views of this than me, but people who do that should be kicked and banned from the game. Fair enough. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But uh, so, yeah, I was, you know, I say that's 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 my little uh, my uh, little moan about, I say, um, PvP. <laughs> but no, I mean, going back to what I enjoy, you know, with the jack of all trades, I love guardian sites. Okay. There's something. There's something with the guardian sites, um, and the, the it's it's one of these things that sort of I hope is going to be developed. It so much more in the future i love whizzing around and seeing how many sentinels um i can actually sort of get into the air to then (laughs) fly back to chase me and then so that i can hide behind a hill and snipe them from afar while the anaconda that i've got stuck down is just taking out their missiles right uh with a point Mm -hmm. defense um and I, I love I love the whole idea of the Guardians and, and everything they do, but I just wish there was so much more um, with the whole Guardian you experience. Never know, there might be something. Yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking, I, but I'll, I'll sort of come <laughs> on to that <laughs> <Yes>. later. <laughs> nice. Is there anything in Elite that you don't get to participate in or you haven't spent time on that you would like to? exploration okay um the only reason being i would love to do so much more exploration um i've now got my ships my exploration ships and everything that i've i've set up and i'm happy with and they're all built they're engineered so they could go off and do a a 50 60 70 80,000 light year journey but at the moment i can't because all the CGs keep coming in. <laughs> Classic FOMO. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to miss out. <laughs> I completely feel your pain. I can, I'm, I'm, every day, yes. every day I think, oh, I'll go on, I'll go on a nice expedition at some point. And what is it? Yep. But then Galnet pops up and there's stuff going on. And I'm like, oh no, can't do yeah. that. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to so do. Frustrating. I was going to. I was. I haven't. Still haven't been to Colonia. Okay. I've got three engineers. I think it is to unlock at Colonia. I still haven't been there, and I wanted to go there. Um, was it just before I got it all arranged? I thought, right, I'm going to get it all all sorted. And then all the CG started up again. And there was like uh, stations on fire and everything happened. I went, uh, okay, right. I'll I'll just put the Explorer Conda back into the hangar and, and yeah. drag out something else. And, of course, I just – I mean, it's great because all the CG stuff that's happening at the moment is fantastic. But I just haven't got any time to go off exploring. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's – that's the the you know the big thing that I want to do more of. I mean, everything else that I've got, I say I've I've you know I've got the other one which was Thargoids, but that now I've done. Yeah, uh, I've you know I've done the mining. I want to do more stuff with looking at the the whole law side of things. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's I think that's all going to fall into the ex- exploration time. Yeah, right. Um, and if it comes to it, I'm just going to have to build up one of my other commanders, one of my other accounts and go off doing that yep. with yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. I think, um, <sighs> I think the next, the, the next time that I will go out somewhere and I've, I've mentioned this before, but um, if distant worlds three, when that becomes mm-hmm. a thing, I think that's mm. going to be, a um a good point to go out because i think going out with a, a bunch of other commanders on a set exploration journey will give me more um more sort of of a goal to actually get out there if you know what i mean i th- i think that when distant world three um happens i think half of the elite dangerous community are going to be heading out because i think <laughs> yeah. what what's happened is you had Distant Worlds, and there was a few people that went out on that, and then Distant Worlds two, and there was more, and then now there's been there's been a lot of hype about where are we going, what are we going to do for Distant Worlds three, and I think there's, there's so much scope as well, isn't yeah. there? Oh, the, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's all opened up now, hasn't it? I mean, with with you know Odyssey and everything, it it oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely crazy. It's, it's going to be great, but it's going to be. Um. Yeah, it's just going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. When um, if you, if you find yourself running into any trouble at any point in um in game, um, is there anyone or anywhere that you would turn to for that? Um, if I get into trouble, I like. I mean, I do. The first thing is, I do like to try and figure it out myself. Okay. Yeah. I like to f- try and see if I can find the way around it um just because it's the way i am but i will get to a point where i've like no no i've just i'm i'm either wasting too much time or i've just got to the point where i'm literally go blank and if that happens i'll jump into the streams i i've i will and have done and always will ask um and i will find someone who's on stream and ask them. Yeah. I have, I don't have anyone that I sort of like go to first. Okay. Um, because I know the thing is, I know that I don't need to have someone as a, as a one-stop shop. Yeah. Because right. 
Right. I know I know that, that the community is such, and it's happened so many times before, that if I jump onto a stream and ask a question, someone will be able, someone will answer it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. And and so I'm just like, you know, I won't always ask the same same person questions, but I know that someone will have an answer. And that, I mean, that is the, the thing I love about the elite community um, is they are, it, it's such a, it's a helpful community. It's a very friendly community. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other community in games that I've had any sort of inkling of anything like this was I used to play a game called uh, City of Heroes. Mm-hmm. That's familiar, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was um, you were either a, a, a superhero or a supervillain with superpowers, yeah, and you developed yep. and it, and it, yeah, and you went through and the community in there. Um, I made some very good friends in there, and again, we used to use. Uh, I think that was Teamspeak that we used to use for that, um, and yeah, we used to have a really good community, and then unfortunately, they shut all the servers down and killed the game. Oh. Yeah. And and it was a shame. Um, and people have tried to buy the rights and everything of that game to sort of re you know relaunch it. Right. But they're like, nope, we're we're not selling it. We're no, you, you basically they're not going to resurrect it. So but yeah, that's so weird to me. <laughs> it's it's the only other community. Um, and as I say, I mean the the the, the ED community, you know, goes way above that. Mm. Um, you know, I say it, it, it's, but it, it, you know, it's what goes around, comes around. You mm-hmm. ask people questions, um, and they'll give you answers. And the, the, the big thing with me is I love to be able to, if I gain some knowledge and then someone asks me a question, I love to be able to pass that knowledge on. So I'm doing my little bit to help new you know new players out or you know ex- yeah. experienced players who have you know for some reason are like oh how do you do that or you can say you do know if you've got if you press that button there right then that does that for you and it's like and i've had people who've turned around and said i've been playing this for four years and i really did yeah. not know that <laughs> and it's like there you go and they're like how how did i not notice that one button yep. can do all that stuff that takes me half an hour to do, and I can press that, and it just does it all for me. But yeah. you know, it, it's one of those, and and that's it. I, that's why I love the community so much. With it, is you, I say, you ask questions, you get information. So you might find that little glint of information that someone hasn't come up with before. But it's like it's like a big pot. Everyone throws all the information in, and people take out what they need. It really is a good. Good community in that regard. I I haven't been, I didn't get to play uh, City of Heroes, but I had a bunch of friends who did. And they used to say similar things about the community. It was just like, it was a good place to be. Yeah. And, and it was unlike anything they had seen in any other games. And it's nice that Elite kind of has that same sort of feeling to it. Mm. So um, if you, if you think back across um, your elite dangerous career what would you say is your fondest memory or most amazing thing that's happened to you while you're playing elite oh um 
I don't think I've got, you know, I've got probably two or three things that have sort of happened in the past. I say one, you know, I say was the other, other night killing a Thargoid. That, that was like, at the moment, right. that's, that's my best bit so far. Um, <laughs> you know, but, um, sort of fondest memories. I remember being in an anaconda and I can't remember, I was scanning a, a ship and then scanning an SRV with the, the, the pilot, this lost pilot in the SRV or the lost SRV. And while I was there and I was in the SRV heading back to the Anaconda, mm-hmm. a Thargoid appeared and scanned my Anaconda. Wow. And I was in the SRV and I managed to get pictures of the Thargoid scanning my Anaconda while I was in the SRV. That's so cool. I love that. And it was like, and I think that was, I think that was even the first time in the game that I'd seen a Thargoid. And I was like, oh my God, what what is happening? And I was like, and after it all happened, I was just sort of, I'm just going to have five minutes now just to to chill out, calm down a bit and just take in what's actually happened. (laughs) Um, But I've, you know, I've had that. I, um, I've had, um, you know, great things. I say in game, I say, I I say, uh, Mr. Lambert, Nick Lambert, Bless his cotton yes. socks. Love him to bits. Um, I used to work with him years ago uh, when I, we were both in TV broadcasting. I lost touch with him because of changing work and areas that we worked in. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was sort of when I, not long after I'd started watching the streaming last year um, for Elite, that I was watching a Warlord stream and I saw this name appear. And it was the one and only Nick Lambert. And since then, you know, uh, we are very good friends. We keep in touch. But it was just like, oh, my God. How? What a crazy random happenstance. Yeah, total, totally random, you know. But to be able to find find a friend like that, that, you know, just on and off chance. um, That, he, you know, he played the same computer game. And now, I mean, whenever he's he's doing his streams, and I I, I absolutely howl when I'm uh, watching his streams. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, my my other half, she actually cusses and curses Nick because she's got the chocolate song stuck <laughs> in her head. Um, so when I'm watching it on my phone, she starts singing along to it, and she's like bloody nicks on that stream again and <laughs> so she starts cussing and cursing um oh it is catchy but you know it's it's it is one of those things you know and i mean my my first ever stream that i did um which uh, you know i say to do with the elite and the community and and just the whole thing um first time i did a stream i did a mining stream because it was going to be nice and easy <laughs> the first ever stream people watching i'll do something that's that's really easy and i haven't got to think about um so i'd got uh i think nick was in there and there was a few others in there and, and wk jez was in there and he said i'll come over and give you a hand um so he did and for some reason my anaconda wasn't quite engineered as it should have been. And I did something. I think I jumped out of the ring and jumped back in while I was waiting for him and got 
blown up by the pirates <laughs> after I'd half filled my anaconda with LTDs. No. Um, uh. And bless his cotton socks, as I say, Jez came over. He gave me a hand. All he did was mine. He didn't take any LTDs yeah. because he says, I'm really sorry. That was my fault. And I was like, no, it's, these things happen. He says, no. He says, I'll mine. You take all the LTDs. We'll get you filled up and we'll get you back to the station. That's really cool. And I was like, and I thought, you know, again, it's it's the, the whole community side of yeah. things uh, and the friendships that you make and things like that. Uh, you know, I mean, this is yeah. the same WK Jez, the the the, the um, absolute loon who decided to fly to Colonia in a, an unengineered sidewinder. Uh, sidewinder. <laughs> uh, you know, and and spent three months yep. doing it. Um, and I think that was one of the very first streams that I watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Elite, and I was like, "What? What is this guy yeah. doing?" And then realised and found out the whole background behind yeah. it, and I was like. Ah, okay. Yep. So, you know, so they're a couple of my, let's say, my my memorable moments uh, from playing and streaming at least. Nice. What is it that keeps you logging back in? Oh, because there's so much more I want to do in the game. Yeah. I have a problem where I want to do so much in game. Yeah. But I'll start something and then something happened <laughs> or someone says, Oh, could you come and give us a hand with this? Right. So I then go, right. Okay. I'll put that ship away then or we'll flight back to the fleet carrier, whatever. I'll put that away and then I'll go and do something else. Yeah. And it's, it's trying to get things completed. So I've still got so much, so, so much stuff that I want to do. Right. Um, so I want to do, all the law, I mean, the, the law side of things is huge. The only ones I've done are the uh, the mega ships. Right. Apart from the last two mega ships, I've still got to do. But yeah, there's it's such a big game. Um, there's so so many things. There's so many things to see. Um, I've been to. I have actually been. I've been to one La, uh, Lagrange uh, cloud, which I was like. You know, wasn't the brightest one, but it was a Grange code, and I saw what could be, and I know that there's lots of stuff that is so much better than that, right? Yeah, mm. and it and it's these sorts of things that I want to experience more. Um, and as I say, I want to do more. I want to get out into exploration, but at the moment, unless I unless I was playing 24-7, I just haven't got the time. Or unless I could play two games of Elite at the same time. <laughs> yeah. With, you know, controlling, flying, you know, to different systems with one account, while with the other hand, you know, shooting a Thargoid or mining something with the, with the other hand. But, yeah. you know, I, I, that's not going to happen either. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's that's what keeps me logging in that it is such a deep game. I know people will say, oh, well, have you got a storyline to it? Have you got this? Oh, well, I've done this, and I've I've grinded my way through and, and got a Corvette, or, you know, I've I've done this. You know, and I've seen commanders, new commanders, that have got a Corvette mm-hmm. in the space of, like, three weeks yeah. after starting. I got my Corvette, uh, I think it was a, 
about six or eight weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a beast of a, a beast of a ship. You know, there's yeah. there's no two ways about it. It is an absolute beast of a ship. As for a combat ship, it's it's fantastic. But it it's one of these where it does take a little bit of the. Um, it's it's there for a purpose, I think. But if you want to have more fun, get something smaller and take something smaller out. Um, you know, take a python out. I mean, my favorite. You know, I shouldn't say, but my favorite combat ship is my python. Right. Because it whizzes around, but it can do so much. Yeah. And if you know, it, it all depends what I'm doing as to what you know what I want to do in the game. Yeah. Um, as to the parts that I use. Right. But I've, I've, I reckon I've still got enough stuff to do in game to last me another 40, 50 years, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And especially with, especially with Odyssey coming as well, there's even more to oh, do. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait. Uh, there's so many things <laughs> that I want to see in Odyssey, yeah, um, or that get developed within Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I want to see things like I want to be able to do an EVA. Yeah, I yeah. so want to be able to get out of my ship, go across to a friend ship. And go and help them repair their ship because their power plant has gone down or something like that. Or just go and clean the windows on the outside of the ship. Yeah. You know, but I want to be able to do EVAs. Yeah. Um, We've got thruster packs on the suits. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, and we've got the, 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 um, you know, the physics engine is there for flying a ship. Right. Right. So to tie the two together, you know, the suit to the physics engines of flying a ship, it, it's got to be doable. Yeah. It's got to be there. You know, it just needs that that little push. But, you know, there's there's other things I love to see. I'd love to be able to go into um, Guardian structures. Yes. Because I think, that, yes. I think that Guardian structures, what we see on the surface is tiny. Yeah. Yep. What's below the ground. I absolutely agree with you. What's below the ground is going to be huge. Uh, cavernous um, uh, facilities, yep. basically like um, uh, an upside down pyramid yeah. um, under the ground. And I want to be able to get in to that. There were things that looked yeah. like doors as well. Yep. Yes. There were, thing, um, on, like, there were things that you can walk up to and it looks like there would be a point where it would slide yep. open, even more so than the Thargoid yeah. site. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, they um, they look like um, bunker doors. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. They do look like bunker um, doors, and and it, and that's the thing. It, 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 I say what we've what we've touched with the Thar, uh, not with the Thargoids, with the Guardians. We've scratched the surface of the the Guardians, yeah. and you can't tell me that such an advanced race lets their entire um, population get wiped out by their own AI. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's, there's got to be, you know, little either a new guardian homeworld yeah. or, or little sort of, you know, clumps, yep. clusters around. And I, I can't wait for the day where 
we suddenly get a CG or something where someone has flown along and all of a sudden they've come across a good big guardian mega ship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That will be awesome. And from there, uh, I mean, from there, I mean, that could then totally change the whole way we think about Thargoids. Right. Yep. It could flip the whole Thargoid friend or foe on its head because it could very well be that the guardians are out, you know, they might, they might run a totally now different style of, of, uh, technology or, or civilization. Right. Um, which against sort of the AI side of things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they might be actually out to get rid of all forms of AI, Ooh. which yeah. in, if that's the case would then puts, um, the humans right in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with automation and everything like that. If that happens, as I say, we could suddenly find ourselves on the same side as the Thargoids attacking the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Or we might find that the Guardians come running to us because someone else has attacked them. Yeah. And another civilization comes into the throng. Mm. And yeah, I this is again what keeps me logging into Elite. It's What's going to happen yeah. next? What twist is there going to be next? Yep. That's a good point. Oh, man. I, now I'm like really excited for like, please release some Guardian stuff. We need this <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Gosh. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I want to see all this. You know, I've I've got the Odyssey Alpha I, and I've, you know, I've done, mm-hmm. I've not mm-hmm. done loads because I don't want to do loads in the alpha i want i I wanted to try it and i wanted to see how things were going to sort of work but i didn't want to do loads of the alpha because i want to wait and put my effort in with that into my main account when right when it releases understandable so yes i know i I know how to control things i know how to get them to move forward backward left right (laughs) shoot um scan everything like that right but I've not gone deep into the alpha. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if we flip the table on this and we say, instead of looking forward, you look back. If you could go back to the first day you played Elite Dangerous and give yourself any advice, what would that be? Um, I know that there's a lot of people. I mean, I would actually say, have a go at everything mm-hmm. for the first few weeks and then slow down. And look yeah. at things deeper. I know that the, there's there's basically there's two trains of thought on this, and and some people say just take it steady right. and and sort of you know have don't rush. But actually, flip it on its head. Go out, try things, experiment. If you lose a sidewinder, it's not going to cost a lot to replace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you need to, if you get a sidewinder, you take it out. You can get a free sidewinder. Yeah. It's it, it, it's one of those things, but just go out, try stuff, try a bit of combat, try a bit of mining when you've when you've you know built up enough, enough credits to be able to mine. But you know, get something and and just for the first few weeks, just go and try everything. From there, you'll find that there'll be one particular, I think, one particular area that you'll sort of sway towards more, right? 
And from there, you can then think, right, okay, I've had three or four weeks of going like crazy, um, you know, headless chicken running around, doing everything. <laughs> but I've, I've actually found that I, out of all these, I like this. So how can I actually make a name for myself in this? How can I make money on this? How can I build my ranks upon this? Right. That's really good advice. Yeah, making it personal to you, to what you enjoy, as opposed to worrying about what everybody else says is the best thing or, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to go out and you want to make loads of money quickly, then yes, jump in a, a low-res has site, wait for the police to shoot, and then shoot the uh, the guys when the shields are right. <laughs> and yes, you can make, and I've done it, I did it um, on a three-hour stream where I took literally a new commander and went all the way through, bought myself a Cobra, and I started doing my first lot of engineering um, within three hours. Hmm. And yes, you can do that, but it it takes a lot of the fun out of it. You know, yeah. just try things. That's why I say just do it. I say headless chicken springs to mind because I was the other way when I started. Um, and I was like, right, okay, well, I, I need to do trading because that's how I'm going to make some money. Yeah. But it's amazing how quick you can get bored just doing trading. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's kind of a um, a, a thing with a, um, a lot of people um, nowadays. It's uh, For me, um, I found that people will enter the game and they will go, okay, how do I, how do I get to an end game level as quickly as possible? And that's like, you're missing out on the journey there. Yeah. It's, let's say, if you get yourself into a, into a grind, you can kill what is a fantastic game, absolutely dead in a couple of weeks. Mm. And you can turn yourself off it for good. And I yeah. know, and I know people who've done that. Mm-hmm. So no, just try everything. Yeah. Have a go. I say, if you get blown up, you get blown up. Go and do a canyon run. <laughs> you know, go and go to Mitterrand Hollow and try and you know chase a planet, chase a moon around a planet. You'll you'll soon find mm-hmm. out that you don't do it that way, and you actually let the the moon chase you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, do all this sort of stuff. Just try these things. You know, it, it makes there's so much in the game yeah. to to be to be drawn out. Um, and that's why I say, just have a go. Yeah. Try it. And I say, you'll settle yourself down into where you're comfortable. And from there you can build out and, and sort of spread your wings to different areas. Yeah. And what can we expect from, from you and elite dangerous in the future? Um, I definitely, definitely will be going to Colonia. Um, Sooner rather than later, as long as they, as long as they don't drop another community goal on me, just as I'm about to set off. Um, Frontier, if you're listening, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to do that. I want to go to Sagittarius A. I want to go um, to um, to Beagle Point. I want to see. I say exp- exploration. I've hardly touched on exploration at all. But I do want to get out to these mm-hmm. places. I want, for some some wacky reason, I want to actually fly to Hutton Orbital. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, it's mad. I did do the flight to the Voyager probes. Right. Which is a 45-minute flight or just yeah. over 45-minute yep. flight to, to actually. 
Oh, it's, uh, the, I haven't done that one yet. I, it's good. Yeah, I would recommend it. That you get there's the little bits when you get there, um, and it's also finding finding the thing because it's not always exactly where they say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it was one of those things because I think there's two Voyager probes and the other probe, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, New Horizon. New Horizon. That's it. So yeah. you've got the three probes that you can actually go to. And gotcha. it's it's just one of those things, you know, uh, Voyager was launched, what was it, 1970, uh, was it 1974 or 70-something, the first, first Voyager probe? Uh, I can't remember um, exactly. Um, yeah, they were, it, it was a while ago. I think it was Voyager 2. I, I can't remember what the it, it's backwards, like Voyager two launched first or something like that. And Voyager one launched, but they were both launched in like 76 or 77. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, for, for, for those, for those things, I mean, now to still, well, at least one of them to still be active and still be sending information. Yeah. I mean, what a feat of engineering, let alone anything else, mm-hmm. but also that it's not been taken out by some sort of space debris. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very much so. Very much so. You know, so, yeah. So, I mean, for the fact that they're still around in 3307, is it? Um, yeah. You know, yeah. they've, they've done bloody well if they've managed to get that far. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yep. Oh, I remember what it is. Voyager, Voyager 2 is actually further out than Voyager 1, even though Voyager 2 launched later. Mm. I think that's what it is. Yeah, because they sent one upwards and one outwards. Yeah, yeah, they took different paths and they were launched at different points where when the Earth, where the Earth was around the Sun at the time, and it yeah. uh, it created a, a a bit of a strangeness where, um, uh, you know, Voyager one had this short trajectory, I guess, and um, Voyager two was launched um, was I think actually left the landing pad first. And then took a took like a longer, more leisurely sort of route or something like that. Took a detour, didn't it? Take a detour to one of the planets or something. To they th- wanted to have another yeah, there were- a look at one of the planets in more detail or a something something silly like that. Yep. Yeah. Originally, they were supposed to go just to Jupiter and maybe to Saturn, and then they ended up adjusting the missions for. It was supposed to be like a four or five year mission. They ended up adjusting them to. Well, now let's make it a 12 year mission and see if we can get to like Uranus or something like that. And then uh, now it's been what, 37 years or something? <laughs> yeah. 40 years, yeah. I guess. Uh, that's crazy. That's good space stuff there. Now I want to go back and read all the Voyager stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if we if we turn away from Elite for a second, is there are there any other games that you enjoy playing when you're not playing Elite? I do. I play Call of Ooh. Duty badly. Um, I I've will, not heard uh, of that particular uh, game of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new version. Okay, so we've got Call of Duty, we've got Cold War, we've got Warzone, and yeah, badly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Warzone. I, I turn on plate for half an hour and then get really grumpy and turn it off very quickly. Um, that sounds like my yep. thing, Jay. Yep. Me too, me too. The, the multiplayer games um, in 
like uh, is it uh, Cold War? Mm-hmm. I do better. Occasionally, I've really, really good games, um, and I do enjoy playing. I've got a couple of friends who play that, so we we play in a, a clan together. Um, nice. Another game that I can lose hours in um, is a game called Hard Space Shipbreaker, um, which I don't know if you've heard of this one. Yeah. It's basically um, you take a spaceship and you go in in your EVA suit and you strip yeah. it to bits oh, and you, really? recy- okay. you recycle the, the, the entire spaceship. But you have to be careful because the spaceship could have fuel still mm-hmm. in its pipes um, or in its tanks and power could still be on, uh, things could still be compressed. So you have to really sort of look at the way you're taking these things apart um, without blowing yourself up. Um, and it's, it's one of those games where you think, I'll just spend, I'll just do this for half an hour. And six hours later, <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, it's now four o'clock in the morning. I've got to go to bed. Oh yeah. my God. Um, <laughs> and I, I think, I, I still think it would be great if you could tie Hard Space Shipbreaker in with Elite Dangerous, you could actually have... Yeah. Nick's chop shop as well as Nick's yep. ship shop. <laughs> yep, I was thinking I was thinking the same and, thing. Uh, That's the scavenging mechanic <laughs> that we're missing from Elite. <laughs> it is, yes. It it that again, going back to the EVAs and Odyssey and, and footfall and things like that. I know that you've now you can now go and find bits that are on crashed right. ships. But yeah, take that to the next the next iteration. And take that to to proper ships. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be great. So yeah, I say play Hard Space Shipbreaker. Um, another game I play is one of Mal's favourites, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, such a good game. Um, it is the, the 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 beautiful graphics on it. Absolutely beautiful graphics on on that game. Um, and yeah, I I do love to play that occasionally. And then I go retro as well, and I go old school, and I've gone started going back into Command and Conquer. Ooh, Red Alert was my favorite flavor. I loved all of the Command and Conquer games, um, and literally spent years and years of my life playing Command and Conquer. <laughs> um, and I have started going back in, and just every now and then, I, I'll just do another mission. Yeah. Um, again, that probably ends up turning into about four hours um, because you think <laughs> oh, I'll just do one more. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So I. Some of these games can be very Moorish. Yes. They really can. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. I say Command and Conquer. You know, I mean, going back to the days of you know, uh, the, the, you know, strategy. Uh, the, the, you know that style yeah. strategy game and. Uh, June as well, which was also the same uh, uh, design in that uh, you know strategy game, real time strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but June was actually before Command and Conquer came out. Oh, um, yeah. So June, I'm sure it was June that came out. Then Command and Conquer came out, and then June two, I believe, came out later on. But I, th- I think, don't quote me on this because I'd have to check. But I think. June might have been the first one, mm. um, but I say don't don't quote me because I say I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. But they all very old games, all retro games, but 
I do love them to bits. I love going back to the old old school games. Yeah. Yep. There is something nostalgic about them. Yeah. Yeah. The nostalgia of going back to a game from like uh, your early gaming times and then realizing that you're still as good as it is, as good at it as you yeah. were mm. is, um, it can be a bit rewarding, I find, even though the graphics are pat, <laughs> but it's still really rewarding. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say you look at some of the graphics and it's like, why did they go down that route with the graphics? Because yeah. <laughs> then in the next game, they went back to the original style yeah. graphics. And it is one of the Command and Conquer games where they did yeah. that and they changed the graphics. And it was like, oh, God, yeah. no. <laughs> and then the next game, they went back to the original style and the original style of gameplay. And it was like, thank God you've done that because yeah. the other one was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but. It's it's the way things evolve, yep. you know. Yeah. ED, um, ED's evolved, you know. I mean, that's going from the the Cobra to the Cobra Two engine or the new Cobra engine, whatever they've they've called it. Um, so that's you know changing graphics for that, and yeah, you know things evolve. It's cool. It's cool. Well, I think that about wraps up our our normal mm-hmm. questions, and we just have the lightning round left. Yes. Okay. So we throw this in right at, towards the end for a bit of fun. Um, it is just a case answer as quickly and as accurately um, as possible. It doesn't have to be accurate. Read into that what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, all Elite Dangerous related, little bit of fun. Are you ready? Yes. Perfect. What's your favourite ship? Python. What's your least favourite ship? At the moment, the FTL, because I just can't get it to run right. What's the best ship in the game? Uh, two. I think Python for its multi-role ability and the Cutter purely for its looks. And the worst ship in the game? Asp Scout. What's your favourite station? Uh, my fleet carrier, the DMS Aspire Glory. And your favourite system? Uh, favourite system first virgin system i ever found which is sliga cf-fb31-1 false there was a free anaconda at an orbital yes but only if you get the data scan from sajay first and you load it to the secret terminal engineered or vanilla modules in your ships engineered all the way are you alliance federation empire or independent I am independent. Who's your favourite power play leader? Whoever's paying the bills. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Fuel rats. If you have low hull, do you call the whole seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best or do you suicide? I'll keep going until I have to call the whole seals. True or false, there is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Yes, but you've got to use the free anaconda that you've got from Hutton. Thargoids, friend, foe, or undetermined? Foe at the moment, but we'll wait till the Guardians reappear. And finally, flight assist, on or off? On all the way. Hey! Nice. My kind of pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. I love the fact that you came prepared. That was cool. (laughs) It was a proper lightning round. You would not believe I... 
I had, <laughs> you would not believe that the time and the amount of scribbles <laughs> and things that I've actually crossed out and rewrote answers because I've changed my mind on certain <laughs> things. This, the favorite ships one, I think I went through three. Um, oh, because I wanted to say the vet yeah. because the vet is just a beast. The vet is the best ship in the game. I will no, I I will take no <laughs> yeah. on this. But purely for the 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 multi role ability and the fun that you can have with it, I love the Python. Yeah, fair, yep. fair. It is such a good ship. It is such a good ship. Um, only reason that I steer away from it is because I did so much BGS at the beginning and at uh, the beginning of my playing Elite and. The Python is like your go-to BGS ship. It's such a good ship because it's such a good all-rounder, yeah. as you say. Oh, um, yeah. The only reason I steer away from it is because I spent so much yeah. time in it. <laughs> and I'm sure at some point, if a, if a really nice, pretty, really good at combat ship comes along that isn't the Corvette, maybe at some point I might steer <laughs> to that as well. But um, at the moment, you can play the Corvette from my cold, dead hands. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I was going to say, I have heard that you've got two or three of yep. them. I've got four. Yeah. Four, okay. Four at time of recording, maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. No, so, I mean, yeah, the, the ships, you know, I mean, the, there are some beautiful ships. It's like I say, the Cutter is the most gorgeous looking ship, I think, in the entire game. And uh, you put on the right paint job, and I can't remember which one I've got, but I've got the one that... Uh, changes the colors it's like the iridescent oh, paint yeah. job and you get that uh-huh. in the right light and oh my god that thing just looks absolutely beautiful but i wouldn't like to throw that around in combat because the damn thing doesn't turn yes yep very true um but you can i mean it's great as a i've got it i've got one built as a rescue ship um yeah because you can just chuck so much on it it's also the rescue ship which is called rescue one has also got seven pack hounds fitted to it because it <laughs> doubles up as my pack hound holder because i've run out of space to store modules <laughs> so i have exactly the same on my <laughs> so if if anyone was to attack me apart from me luckily i have got heat sinks and I really could do with linking the heat sinks to when I fire the pack hounds. Um, but if anyone was to attack me while I was doing a rescue, all they would see would be seven lots of oh pack, hound la- pack hound launchers <laughs> launching at them at the same time. Yikes. Um, which, if it's not going to do damage, it's going to cause so much confusion that at least you can turn around and run. Yep. Um, True. You know, with that amount of missiles going flying, I've not actually fired them all off yet, but I will at oh, some point so fire them off and, and get someone to record record it. Yep. You know, I have seen the one where they fired the pack hounds at the Thargoid, and all and you see is yeah. pack hounds absolutely everywhere. Yep. And yeah, you know, and I have uh, that was so funny when I saw that. I was like, yeah, I must remember not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, no, I mean, ships in Elite Dangerous, they, they all have their own yep. role. Um, some are dual role, some are single role. I say the FDL, I just, it's, it's a great ship, but I cannot, at the moment, it's my least favorite because I just cannot get it right. And I've even had, uh, Flintlock Engineering look over my, um, build mm-hmm. and he says, yeah, that looks good, but I just cannot get on with it. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, it's it's uh, the way the way these things yeah. are. Um, you know, every that's a great thing. Everyone has their own way um, in elite. There's, and I don't care what anyone says. There is no one way to do anything in elite. There's no right way. It's your way. Yeah. That you can you can get help to develop your way of doing things, but at the end of the day, you're the one. You're the individual in the game. It's how you want to play. Yeah. You're not to be dictated on how you have to do this. If you don't want to do grinding to get mats, don't go and find them at the the um, the H uh, was it um, high grade emission yep. sites and and do them that way. You know, and go from one site to another. Don't do the the relog and, and mm-hmm. quit to desktop and all that sort yep. of stuff. You know, if you don't if you don't want to get you don't have to go to Jameson's and do a grind on the um, Jameson's Crash Cobra and do a grind on the the data to get the the, the, the data things. Yep. You can get data from um, Hazres sites, um, you know, other scans of ships. Mm. There's loads of places you can get the data. So there's not one way that you have to do the game. And I think if there was a... a like a true storyline to elite. I think that's where all the fun would go out of it because at that point there would be one way of doing it. Yeah. Yep. Very true. And well said. Um, Is there anything that we have not talked about today that you would like to talk about? Um, All I would like to say is or a couple of things i'd like to say is one thank you very much for the stream deck ah, yes that i won e. last year um it was a great shock believe me um but it has made my uh streaming life um and just controlling everything so much nicer and so much easier right so yeah, no, a very, very big thank you for that. Um, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that um, it went to someone who who really a was was a very well loved member of um like the flight assist overarching bracket community mm-hmm. and um someone who um is going to use it. Right. It's going to make the most right. out of it. I'm so I'm super happy about that. Yeah, no, it's it's actually sat looking at me at the moment, and my screensaver on there is the Elite Dangerous Lies. Nice. nice. <laughs> So yes, it it's up there, and yes, it gets it gets used Excellent. all the time. Perfect, uh, Excellent. with streaming and as they controlling other stuff on the on the computer. So yeah, no big thank you for that. You're um, very welcome. You're super welcome. Congrats to uh, the pair of you for becoming Twitch partners. Mm. Um, it's so nice to see such a small Twitch community. Um, like is the ED community actually now getting some recognition with Twitch yeah. and actually getting partners yeah. in, you know, streaming partners in Twitch. Yeah. Um, you know, as I say, Elite Dangerous, when you look at all the different games, is a tiny community. Right. But I think it's got possibly the strongest community. I agree. Mm-hmm. It, I, uh, without a doubt, I think across when you look across, and I've watched different games being streamed and things like that. 
But when it all comes down to, I say, again, the community of, of these things, it's just such a tight-knit community. You go into a chat, you know who's there, you see new faces, you talk to new people. Um, but it's nice to see that, you, you know, I say like yourselves um, and Crow and, you know, everyone else, uh, Crispy and everyone, uh, Emulated Penguin, the, all these people who have put in the time, a lot of time in, and it's actually been recognised um, by Twitch now. Um, and I think it's great to see that little tick, um, you know, on, on yeah. so many more now uh, Elite Dangerous It's wonderful. Con- yeah. it's really content wonderful creators. It, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Agreed, agreed. So, yeah, no, thank you. And congratulations for, for getting the partnerships. Um, congratulations to Mal for the... Uh, the, the job of his dreams oh, in Twitch. thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's, it's been a funny old, it's been a funny old, tw- I was going to say 12 months, but actually it's yeah. been longer than that now. Um, it's, been, it's been a funny old end times yes. period. Yeah. It really and, and, yeah. Months to the power of, yeah. Months times. Yeah. In, yeah. Um, yeah. But it has been a really difficult, um, I don't care what anyone says, mm-hmm. you know, whether you've been furloughed, whether you've been still working, um, people, you know, I know people have lost their jobs. It's, it's been a, a huge, very, very difficult year, um, mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, God, it, it's, it's driven me up the wall because I'm always a very sociable person. Right. So to, for suddenly someone's turn around and say, well, actually, you can't go down the pub and hang out yeah. with your mates. And also, to be honest, you can't actually see your mates for the next yeah. 12 months. Um, it's, it's been absolutely doing my head yeah. in. Yep. Uh, and the, the, the one thing that, the, you know, the big thing that's got me through is when I've had these times and it's like, oh, I've just had enough or something. I've, you know, yes, I've, I've, you know, I mean, my other half has been absolutely fantastic through, through all this. And, but, you know, sometimes you just need someone else to, to talk to, or just someone else to, to just have a chat to about things or to mm-hmm. watch. Yeah. And yeah, it, the, I think with quite a few people that the Twitch and the community, uh, the ED community has been so supportive over the last 12 months. Um, but it's, as I say, it's, it's people like yourselves and the rest of the, you know, the, the, the I say the, the Twitch streamers that are responsible for that. Cause otherwise we wouldn't have anyone to yeah. watch. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it is, it's a, it's a big thank you to yourselves. It's a big thank you to the, the as I say, other streamers and other content creators out there who also have spent the time putting the streams together, putting videos together um for us guys to to watch um i say to get us say it has got us got definitely got me through the last 12 months anyway if anybody would want to connect with you um connect with you better or get to know you um where can they find you online okay so i'm on twitch um i don't stream as as often as i like but i try and try and get at least one or two streams in a week um and that is uh, Commander 
underscore Dave underscore Brown, um, CMDR mm-hmm. underscore Dave underscore Brown. I'm also under Twitter uh, or on Twitter under the same. Um, okay. I have got a Discord, which needs a lot of work put into it. Um, and <laughs> I couldn't give you the Twitter, uh, sorry, the, the Discord uh, link because those random links are wonderful um, for the invite. Yes. Um, yes. Apart from that, if I'm playing the game or sometimes when I'm streaming, the other place you'll find me is in the Pilot's Lounge. Ah. Now, the Pilot's Lounge is a new Discord channel uh, that's been put together by uh, a few commanders. And it's basically uh, commanders, content creators, even the devs um, can come in. Their badges and ranks get hung at the door and everyone just comes in. They can chat, they can share uh, knowledge we have a, a live stream channel, so if someone's doing a stream and someone wants to come in and have a chat and ask a few questions, they can come in and do that. Um, it's only just started out, um, but it's you know it's slowly growing. So you know it's it. I say um, it's out there. So it's called the pilot um, the pilots lounge um, or. Pilot's Lounge, I think you can find it under Discord. Um, But no, everyone is welcome. As I say, it's it's just somewhere where I say there's there's it's a place where there's no judgment, there's no prejudice of any kind. There are rules that are to be followed, Um, and it's just another little. It's a you know a little place where everyone can put their two penneth in. I say just have a chat uh, and things like that. So hopefully it'll grow and and bring more more members of the uh, the community in. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming and chatting with us today, Dave. It's been very much appreciated. Agreed. Thank you very much for having me. Um, yes, it's uh, I say it's one of these. Uh, I- it's one of these I've, I've wanted, I did what I wanted to do it last year, but it was just, you know, I knew that everything was busy and, yeah. and yeah. that, um, crikey. I mean, I know that you were literally nonstop and, <laughs> uh, but no, we did actually eventually manage, we managed to, to nail down a time, a date. We got on there, yep. we got, got it done and, uh, hopefully I've not jabbered on too long. <laughs> Not at all. Absolutely not. Not no. at all. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's been thank you. I say thank you very much for having me. It's, it's been a pleasure um, talking to you guys, uh, and uh, yeah, reminiscing over some uh, some fun some fun bits in my uh, so far in my elite dangerous career. Excellent. talking to Dave today has made me realise that um, a lot of the Elite Dangerous community we're all a big bunch of nerds who have uh, a yeah. lot of history <laughs> <laughs> there's so many nerds so many nerds so many nerds who are like 
deep into gaming as well. I suppose we have yeah. to be with all of the accoutrement that we buy for. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that's really. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> she says, looking around her, uh, her hotel and all of the other gubbins that she's uh, got sat on her desk right now. <laughs> yep. but, um, Same. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> but yep, um, yeah, it's, exactly. Um, it's, it's a really, really good conversation to have with people who are so passionate about the game. I love it. Yeah. I yeah, love it. Agreed. And I'm t- in, in complete agreement with him with regard to Guardians and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love to see that. I feel like that more so, the Guardians more so almost than the Thargoids are the great untapped narrative potential of mm-hmm. Elite Dangerous. Like the Thargoids, I feel like, um, I feel like, it, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know. I just, I kind of feel like we know, we don't really know the backstory of the Thargoids. We don't understand them, but um, they're, they're there in game and they feel present. The guardians, we've only seen basically shadows of them. So I feel like there's so much possibility there. Like, what did they look like? What did their buildings look like? We don't even know if these guardian structures are built by the actual guardians or are they artifacts that the AI built or are yeah. they something to go like we do, we just don't know. We don't know a lot about Thargoids, but I feel like we know even less about the guardians. I agree um, with you entirely. So I'm, I'm really, I really feel his passion for like, I would love to be able to, you know, to get more in depth about like what's yeah. going on beneath the surface. Can we get into those doors? Like, yeah, definitely feeling that vibe. Mm hmm. Oh man, I can't wait. We're so close. We're so close to having Odyssey, and then we're we could. We're, yeah. Ah, the possibility. I know. It's <laughs> that's the one thing. It's just like we have not heard nearly enough about how Thargoids and Guardians will work I, with I Odyssey. Think, and I think, and that's, I think that's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like that's their holdback. Is like yeah. oh. You guys just because it's not like they're saying, well, we're going to talk about that later. We're just going to it's like the unmentioned. It's it's one of those things that um, like we've been we've been really fortunate in the way that we've received certain bits of information from Frontier and things that right. we've we've been to in like a digital capacity and um, right. had um, conversations and stuff with the pair of us have. Um, <laughs> and even on all of that. It, like Thargoids and Guardians have been conspicuously absent. Yes, conspicuously. I was trying to think it notably as no, that's not it. It's conspicuously absent is perfect. Oh, it's so yep. exciting. It's so exciting. I can't wait to see what happens. Um and, and I mean, even if it's nothing, for me that's something. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds really silly, but it really yep. is. Oh, as man. long as the door to those stories isn't closed, yeah. there's always the possibility that we're going to get more. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Well, that's all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ed. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an Elite Dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. 
Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Atom Farin, Baron Von Marlen, Cow Noodles, Commander Reeslang, Crispy Tater Tot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Stella Wizard 66, Timis V2, and Tomex 99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off. <laughs> <laughs>